Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one half of the team, Mike Bibbins, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, at Bibbs Film for the film stuff. And uh, based on the way this series is going, I'm going to be a little bit more active over there pretty quickly. Uh, I'm joined as always by my co-host, Maurice Williams, at Minder Reese, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Find them, follow them, subscribe, all that other good shit. Reese, I know you tired over there. That's why we, we didn't record last night. But Reese, how you how you feeling? Um otherwise, besides the tiredness. I, I'm alright. I mean just got home from the movies. Okay. Uh figured I'd be in a better mood afterwards, but you know. Yeah, I was I was expecting you to come in with some energy of some sort, but yeah, the the movie didn't. We not gonna get into that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm good though. Making it all right. Yeah. All right that's acceptable. Um, I want a good clean show today. Uh, I feel like I've been wilding lately. Uh, we've been wilding. It's ten fifty, so you should be all right. <laughs> um, I notice there's a lot of new people picking up the show. So, I think they like the wild shit. To be honest, they probably do. <laughs> they probably they, do. they probably loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh come on, man! Okay. I ain't say the corny jokes. <laughs> Jesus, okay, you're probably, you probably right. Um, I got dad jokes and no babies. That's 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 messed up. Oh anyway, it's uh, <laughs> we're down o two uh, on the basketball side. I'm gonna Straight run to through. The point. I'm gonna run run through this bullshit real quick. Um. <laughs> I know you said you you went to bed after the oh yeah let's let's go, let's 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 talk, touch on that. Um, shout out to the locked on Mavs people. Shout out to uh, Buckets and Beyond. Uh, y'all have been doing the post game recaps consistently. Um, Mavs Moneyball too, I believe. Yeah, y'all been doing the post games religiously. They actually do a post game and hold a green room. Right. Yeah. God bless y'all. This, 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 this is not for me. This is not it. Like the NBA, something has to be done. Why we got to deal with these late games? Like, man, I, I just, I have, I had to be to work at five a.m., which means I had to wake up at four. I have not been to sleep since I woke up at four o'clock this morning. <laughs> like y'all lucky y'all getting this I'm gonna be honest you're lucky you're getting this but we said we we said y'all was getting it so so we had to do it the game is tomorrow we can't not do it because then we'd be liars and, and we don't need that we don't need that charge um but but yeah man it was a struggle like i didn't go to sleep simply because i was being responsible like with five minutes left in the second quarter, I was dozing off. Like <laughs> I had dozed off for about a good two minutes. For about a, I opened my eyes. I said, "What the fuck?" Like, I, yeah, it 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 was wild. Is that a uh, new phenomenon for you? Or are you usually no, no, okay. no. But it it usually doesn't happen. 
with with Mav games. Like I'm usually I'm usually up for those. Right. Um. But yeah, like it it was not hard to go to sleep at all. Like once I sent that tweet out, <laughs> I was out. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. I you better person than me because I, I I work from home and I struggle to get out of bed. So. That, that <laughs> four o'clock in the morning that's that's probably not happening y'all um man um but yeah i i uh i know you went to bed uh i know you missed basically the entire second half so you know between you having to get up early in the morning myself being burnt out from these late games and then having to edit the podcast after and then go to bed and then get up in the morning and do this job uh, I, I needed a break. And so when you said you had to work or I had to get up at four, I said, this is my excuse to not record this podcast today because uh, good Lord. Uh, and maybe it's because we're on the East Coast, like that extra hours is not helping our situations here at, at all. Like it's they need to be more thoughtful, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, it is quite disrespectful, honestly. Um, well, maybe the Warriors are with them being on the West Coast, maybe they'll give them all the super late. Well, no, we're probably still getting super late games. It is what it is, we'll deal with it as long as we have to deal with it. (laughs) Um, just know that this might not be a one time occurrence, right? We don't give it immediately after because self care and whatnot. I I ain't about to die out here for the pot, yeah, man. Look, all I'm gonna say is. Me getting up at four AM and five AM is not about to be different anytime soon. So that that's really about to be the norm for me. So um Yeah. With that being said though, I do I, I enjoy my job so okay. far. Okay. Um, I've yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. See, I, I don't even remember what day it is. Um <laughs> yesterday, like for the first time in years, I was able to say I had a good day at work and I meant it. Uh that that that's not something I thought I was ever going to be able to say again. So uh, off to a good start. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? No, um, it's about the money. I mean, the money too. The money yeah. helps. Okay. Uh, I'll never forget. We had a manager. She's still a manager at my job. Uh, we were, we had some type of meeting or something and, you know, they were talking about, you know, the struggles, the things that people were going through and, um, they were like, what can we do, you know, to make things better for y'all? Cause we were holding it down basically for the company and somebody brought up money and they don't like when you bring up money. And, um, I don't remember how exactly she got there, but she got to the point of saying you will never be paid properly for the work that you do at any job. I was like, well, damn, like, who 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 brought Miss Sunshine out here? Like, <laughs> what, what what the hell would make you say that to an employee? Like, you're supposed to motivate me to want to come back. You telling me y'all never properly be paid? Like, what what what, what are we doing here? Uh, I, that was a hilarious moment. Like, I remember doing the office eye contact with one of my coworkers. Like, did she really just say that? <laughs> like, is this motherfucker serious? <laughs> and she was dead ass. Like, she she said that with no hesitation. It was like I, I don't even know how you respond to that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm having some interesting situations at my job. I'm gonna just keep this short. I woke up or last yesterday after at the end of the day, I was like, "All right, I got these tasks. I'm gonna write them out. I'm gonna knock them out tomorrow." I wrote down ten things I wanted to accomplish today at work, uh, knowing that I had to leave at three for physical therapy. 
came into the morning, <clears throat> immediately got four more tasks thrown at me. Um, during the meeting that we have, we have two meetings every morning, one with like multiple departments, where we basically just check in and tell everybody that our systems are fine, if they're fine, or if we have issues, tell them what the issues are. That meeting usually takes five minutes. That was easy. Then I have a meeting with my direct team, it's four of us, about what we have going on. And that meeting usually could take anywhere from 10 minutes to 20. Today, it took an hour. Um, <laughs> while that was going on, I started working on the first task that I wanted to knock out today. Okay. That meeting ended. I got that task done. I was proud of myself. I was feeling good. I started working to the next task. And then I got an email. Hey, Mike, did you make those two calls that I had sent you on Tuesday? Shit, I did not because I forgot about those two calls that I was supposed to do today. And that they had time sensitivity to them that I was supposed uh -oh. to make those calls at a certain time. And one of the people I was supposed to call has sent an email saying nobody called me. And I was like, damn, I didn't mess up whole day off track so i called both the first lady she didn't answer called the second lady the one who followed up she did answer we spoke for like 45 minutes then another woman who had been assigned a call to make could not do it because she didn't she wasn't trained in the area that uh that this woman needed help with and so then it came to me because i happen to have knowledge that i shouldn't have for my position but that i have have anyway because uh, of my my background so i ended up having to do another call that i hadn't wasn't planned for me and i definitely wasn't thinking about it made that call another 45 minutes and now it was pretty much time for me to go to physical therapy so that was my day i got one of the 10 things i plan to get accomplished accomplished and so now the rest the other nine go on to my day tomorrow on top of the two additional things that have been assigned to me yesterday morning. So I guess I have 11 things that I need to do now. Um, yay. You know, I just realized we start doing this shit. This podcast is going to go longer than it needs to be. It's really not. I got this. Okay. I'm watching the clock very, very, very uh, <clears throat> aggressively, if you will. Clock uh, we master about, bibs. We about 11 minutes in or so. Okay. Um, so let's get to this game. Yeah. This game, thank God I didn't watch the second half of. You know, I'm, the only reason I brought up the work <laughs> stuff is because people said they like the work stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I could tell. I, All I right. thought they like the work stuff. Let's see. All right, let's let's go. Let's do this. Let's do if this. If I have stories, I'll bring them to y'all. <laughs> Hopefully you don't have no stories, no time suit. Uh, as long uh, as it ain't drama involving me, I don't give a shit. Okay, okay. That's, that's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this game, right? Game two, game one was kind of kind of ugly. wasn't looking good for us. Game two, it was tight for a while. Uh, I, I had to make a graphic for the homie Tony Brothers because he was in his Duffy. Uh, he was getting busy with the calls. I think it was thirty thousand the first half or something like that. Sheesh, sounds about right. As many back to back to back files as the Suns was getting, and then we got one right after. So, yeah. yeah. And and uh, somebody misinterpreted my my refs tweet to say think that I was blaming the refs for the Mavs losing. No, the refs were just 
ridiculous in general. There yeah. wasn't no leniency to any side. Everybody was getting it. Both things can be true. Exactly. Like if I if I tweet about the refs and I'm complaining, I'm gonna make it obvious that that's what's happened. But usually that's not the case. I I, I like I call it even on both sides. I'm not a homer in that sense. I don't think anyway. So I felt like what the refs were doing, getting their bigs in foul trouble specifically, was helping us. Getting Aiton off the court, then McGee, like they had, they were down to Biombo quick. And I think Biombo ended up in foul trouble, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, close to it. Luca was getting busy. As usual. Uh, he started out the game doing the same stuff he did the previous game, seemingly not realizing that they're let, uh, letting him go one on one. Got to got to take it. If they give it to you one on one, nobody can stop you one on one. Once he started attacking the basket in that first half, it was damn near automatic. Yeah, and fuck the narrative. I you, t- give me the two points. When you attacking the paint like that and being aggressive, them step backs gonna come easier because they gotta respect you out there. They respect them out there anyway. But yeah, them def- them step backs definitely gonna be easier to get as far as space goes. So Luca was doing his thing. Everybody else was playing like cheeks initially. Then Reggie Bullock got involved. And they spent like 30 minutes at a broadcast talking about how to pronounce his name and still were pronouncing it wrong, but whatever. Um, it was nice to see Reggie Bullock start to get loose. Right. Third quarter, you know, still pretty much seeing Luca doing his thing. A couple of other guys had some moments. It was enough to keep us like we were right there in it. Then we got to the fourth quarter and straight out the bat CP three, get the switch on Luca, walk him down, get to his spot, splash, 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 splash. Luca play him tighter, went to the hole. It was, I mean, Luca was matching it at first, but he couldn't keep up. Right. Then Booker came in. Splash, 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 splash. And before you knew it, we were down 20 and it was over. We, it was like a boxer who, 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 whose purse gets bigger if the fight goes longer, just kind of pacing himself through them first several rounds. And then in the final round, just teeing off because he can. Like bag secured. Goodbye. I don't know if I've ever felt how I felt in that fourth quarter watching my team play. Yeah, thank God I didn't have to feel it. <laughs> I mean, you were snoring. Probably was in, in La La Land. No, nah, I wasn't snoring, but I was definitely in La La Land, brother. You don't snore? Only if I sleep on my back and I don't sleep on my back. Yeah, I always try to tell people, like, that's that's the ticket. Like, if, you, if I hear somebody snoring, I'll move them on their side. Like, I, I don't I don't want to hear Yeah, them. I'll catch myself snoring if I, like, only time I ever sleep on my back as if like I'm in the bed with my girl and I'm laying on my back and she laying on me and I I don't like it's that. Like what the I, fuck? Where's this going? Oh my god! Because then I start snoring and I'll catch myself snoring. Like I'll hear it. Oh yeah, you if you feel it and hear it, then you know it's bad. Yeah, like I'll cause I'll kind of like be at a point where I'm half woke, half sleep, and I hear or feel the snoring. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. But it mainly <laughs> happens like when I doze off. Right, but you're not really, yeah. Yeah, so. you're not really planning to go to sleep at that moment. That's yeah, when I'm going to sleep at night, I don't snore. Okay, all right. Um, I, I don't know how we went on that for so long. Me either. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, that fourth quarter, like the level of helplessness, and 
like even like soon as Chris Paul started going, I like st- the dread started to seep in. But then Luca was matching it. I was like, okay, we might have a little something. And I was like, no, Chris Paul is not stopping. And he started talking his stuff. I, I mean, you talking your stuff and you walking people down. I can't really say nothing. Facts. And then I forgot that Booker was healthy. That hamstring looking very nice. Yeah, no more doubts. I have no more doubts. And then he he did the same. And Luca was by himself. So uh, he didn't have anybody to tag team with. Um, it was rough, man. And it was it was a very sobering realization that we we did not have the firepower. Um, but, All I'm saying is when I went to bed I believe Spencer Dinwiddie had 10 points oh that might be right motherfucker finished the game with 10 points yeah like there were some guys that thought they had like a little burst briefly and you thought maybe something was getting put together but nah Nah. Bullock was Bullock had 16 like I said he got loose for a good bit Dinwiddie had 11 and nobody else was in double figures. And it's not because Luca was hogging the ball. Luca had 22 shots. Yeah, cut that narrative. Uh, 22 is about the same amount of shots he'd had in games like six and five, I believe, of uh, the Jazz series. Um, Brunson finished with nine, five, and two, three for 12 from the field. Missed a couple easy ones. Um, he's in his head. Dorian Finney-Smith had two points on his birthday. One for two. Couldn't even get a shot off. Dwight Powell, four points. Both lobs, if I'm not mistaken. He missed a couple lobs. Yeah. Can't talk about that, though, because he's only making $12 million and not yeah. playing any defense at all. Do but, something. But uh, he's allowed to miss shots because he's not making 40. You know what? I'm going to stay off that topic. Uh, Maxi had nine points, three boards, two steals. He was three for six, zero for three from deep. Uh, did not break his neck today. Um, Twenty-eight minutes, nine points. Bertans had nine. He had a little moment where he had a burst. He played about eighteen minutes, three for seven, all threes. Josh Green, absolutely nothing. Oh, he had a rebound. Um, garbage time. Sterling Brown got in, scored three points. Uh, Trey Burke scored three points. Shout out, little brother. You're right. I I, I said Sterling in my head watching the game, and I was like, who the hell is Sterling Brown? Because I'm so unused to his name coming out of my mouth. Frank hit a three, had an assist. uh, And then uh, Marquise Chris had five boards, five points and two boards. And the Suns fans were being assholes to him. I want to say Jay Crowder was, too, talking trash to him when he was on the bench. Um, And I, I, I say, though, I brought those names up off the bench because... And I'm gonna let you get your get your. I was gonna ask you first, but I'm gonna just go straight into it. We're going home for game three, game one and two. I don't feel like we had a shot to win. Game three, I think it's time to make some changes. Um, yeah, I was fighting against it, but it's time to start Maxi Cleveland. That's enough. Like the Dwight Powell thing is not working at all. He's just he he it, he it didn't work against the Jazz and it's not working against the Suns. Yeah, move we, on from it. We could stop faking the funk. Yes, please. Like, bring the dude off the bench. Cool energy minutes, but no. 
And to be honest, I'm not even sure how married to him off the bench I would be. Marquise Chris uh, needs to be getting a look. Understandable. Understandable 100%. If Josh Green can run around and get cardio, so can Marquise Chris. He, he has a little bit of incentive. He, he seemed pissed in it when he, as soon as he came in off the bench last night. I need that type of energy. Woke up using <clears throat> violence. Um, yeah. The other guy I went to see is Frank Nilakina. Play him in Josh's spot. I don't see that happening. I want Frank Nilakina over Josh Green. It would make more sense, though. He's more of a veteran. He can also get cardio if, if that's what we're doing here. Uh, if we want to actually win, like I, I, Josh Green getting experience, we did that. I, I can't, I can't do it no more. Yeah, I if don't blame you. We got to go out on our feet at this point. Um, Frank, he shot the three pretty well this season when he had the opportunity. He is a defender, which we lack right now. I'm not so. If I was being an extremist, if I was being extremist, Bibbs, I don't even know if I should say this out loud. Say it out loud. I damn near want to start Frank Nilakino. All right. Yeah. Don't say that out loud ever again. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. If y'all want to quote me, call me shit on the time. Yeah, I really don't give a damn. You put that out there all you want. I'm, That's I, never anything. I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But like at this point, the way that they're treating Jalen and Luca, I damn near want to start Frank Nilakino. Um, <clears throat> again, that's super extreme, super extreme. But this is why I don't want to do this. I don't think either. Shit. I don't want to kill Jalen Brunson. Much respect. I appreciate what he did in the first round. But this is why I never jumped on the full, jump fully in on him and Luca being the backcourt of the future. I just, I'd never expect Luca to be a guy that's going to play his matchup head up defensively. And so we can't have another guy that also can't do that beside him long-term. That's my opinion. Long-term, you can do it and have some wins, have a good seat, have a good season, but not win a championship. That's fair. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. I need the, the guy next to number two, next to Luca in the backcourt has to be defensive minded in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, I, um, it's it's been rough. Something has to change. If we go back in with the same game plan, same rotations that we've had, there we, there's no chance we can win this series unless Luca just decides to go off for sixty. Yeah, I said Suns and six, but it's looking like five right now. We'll still win at home, but that's about it, probably. If they don't get it together. Yeah, like I can see a stealing one. I'll give us that. But as far as actually being able to beat this team head up without something weird happening. I don't see it with what we've done so far, what we've tried it out. Yeah, it's just, it, it might just be a mismatch for us this series. Maybe we, we can't win, and it's just a learning lesson, but at some point, you have to make the proper judgment. I'm at proper judgment. Forget how people feel. Like, oh, you coming out of the starting lineup, I understand. No, we coming out of the starting lineup because this dude is playing better than you, and we need him. If we're a tight team, we're together like we claim to be, nobody's feelings should be hurt if we have to make adjustments to the rotations and whatnot. 100% correct. Do y'all want to win or do you want to get your minutes? Well, I want to win. So this is a test for Jason Kidd. This this is a test. Uh, I'm curious to see if he answers the call. 
I mean, we've seen teams come down from 0-2. We've seen them win every game after that. We've seen them split, you know. So, hopefully, they can figure it out. Uh, Why'd you stop? Because I forgot what I was about to say. Oh. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, I, um, yeah, it's, I'm not saying it's undoable, you know, but, you know, based on what we've seen, it's hard to say, you know, oh, we could have stole this, we could have stole that one. This is, if this happens next time, if this shot falls, no, I don't, the guys that are struggling are struggling for a reason. The success the Suns are having is happening for a reason. They are picking us apart. Yeah, those first two games, obviously they were in Phoenix. Uh, Best case scenario would have been that we split. Um, I'm going to be honest. I thought we would split, but you know, I also mentioned that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they blow us out one of those games. And I mean, I don't know if you consider last game a blowout. I mean, I guess the final score, it's like, it's weird because the final score would indicate a blowout. But if anything, the first game was more of a blowout and the final score did not indicate that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's flip flop. So they just kind of pulled away on it in this one. Yeah, but it was a game for most of the game. So, um, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I have faith in Jason Kidd. Um, like I said, this series isn't over. Some teams have come back from being down 0-2. Um, realistically speaking, do I think we'll do it? No, I think this Phoenix team is too good. Obviously, they're a better team than us. Um, but. I do expect Jason Kidd. I think we're going to get one of these games at home. We'll at least win a game. Like like uh, I said, it's been, I said it after game one. I didn't see anything in this game that made me think we cannot win. I went to sleep the the uh <laughs> after the first half. From what I saw in that first half, God damn it, we can win. But yeah. <laughs> they just turned it up in the second half. You can't have games like that. You can't give up leads like that. You, you you can't do that against a team like the Phoenix Suns. So right. uh, they clean up that kind of stuff. They'll be all right. But we, we definitely need more from from the other guys, uh, the other important guys. And that's I'm, what I was going to say next is usually the others play better at home. I will say I'll let you have this because I'm going to save my opinion and judgment on this when we do the actual recap for game three. Interesting. Just, I'm going to give him one more time to see how things go. Just, but, but after that, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll really give my opinion on it. On Brunson specifically or, or the others? The others as a whole, but yeah, mainly Brunson. Okay. Yeah. I, I respect that. Um, what was I going to say? We already talked about Powell being useless. Uh, Luca was hunted down the stretch. I don't think either one of us is surprised by that. Not Din- surprised. Dinwiddie and Brunson pretty much useless also. A lot of overreactions on Twitter to that too, but it's Twitter. so whatever. Exactly. Um, and, I'm, and that's another thing I'm going to have to learn is to not care. Like to genuinely not care about the narratives and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to learn, but I'm also starting to learn why people don't like Suns fans. The Suns fans and look, the only Suns fans I know, I know personally for things outside of that, like Twitter or whatever. Right. And so, yeah, I had no idea that they were they were this insufferable, and I wish nothing but 
uh, what's the word failure upon their houses? Yeah, I was saying that I wanted the Suns to be the Warriors. I I, I don't nah. that, I don't feel that way anymore. I hope, and it's actually, like, I kind of hope they do. I hope they lose in the finals again to the Bucks. Yes, go up two zero again. I'll make it as painful as possible. Three one. That's what I want. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Suns fans that are hot top popping up on my timeline, I don't follow. It's just like. Oh, this person like this, or oh, this person follows this person, or it has to do with this topic, and it's like, I don't care. Like I've never seen this many Suns fans on my timeline before. I don't want to start now. That that Suns in four guy is uh, a strong indication of the fan base. Like yeah, as a as a representative, if you look well, at I one mean, individual fan, I mean, I'll give him a pass because he said that after he pieced them up. I mean, he did he time. did have hands. He so, has yeah. hands, but he maybe. But the attitude, the personality, that's everybody. I mean, after you piece that. a motherfucker up. He could have that, though. Yeah. These other people, I, I doubt their hands are certified. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to hit. I'm seeing a whole lot of energy being expelled on the Mavs needing a big and blah, 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 blah. we can't do anything about that right now. Exactly. Focus on the team we have. We knew we needed a big trading. Trading KP was the first step of the reset in the front court. We had to get him out of the way. Would it have been great to get a big back in the process as a placeholder? Sure. It didn't happen. And so we ride with what we got. And we know it's inadequate. Do you think Nico wants to have Dwight Powell uh, guaranteed minutes in a playoff series? I don't. I genuinely don't. I have not heard. I don't think I've heard that come out of his mouth in a way that made me think Dwight Powell is the future in the front court. I, I strongly feel like I'm, I'm willing to almost put cash up at this point that that is the priority in the offseason. One of the priorities, I should say. It's got to be one of them. It shouldn't be the main priority. Uh, I'm still a fan of spending the money around to... It don't have to spend money, in my opinion. That's true. We can get a bargain basement big that is better than Dwight Powell. Yeah, I wouldn't true. even say bargain basement, like mid-level exception big. Yeah. That to, makes sense. To upgrade. That, that, that's fine with me. But I, I, the energy being put into this, come on, guys, let's let's be serious. That's I the understand problem. they are being serious. You're right. Like I understand it's frustrating. It frustrates me. But once the trade deadline passed, KP was gone. We knew there was going to be a hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. And to those of you spending actual energy into saying KP would be the savior in this situation. Yeah, y'all smoking crack. Put the pipe down. I don't know what would make y'all even consider that. Just, we probably wouldn't be in the second round if we hadn't done the KP trade. If KP played against Utah, we'd have lost. Gobert would have looked like Shaq against KP. We'd have probably lost in five or six. I don't know if y'all remember how trash... You know what? Let me dial it back. All respect for KP. No respect for KP as a math. He didn't do shit. He did nothing for us. It wasn't working. It wasn't ever going to work. That had run its course. I am satisfied with the sample 
of KP as a Mav that we got, knowing that there was no more that we were going to get out of that. Right. Don't don't try to revise history. It, it ran its course and it's over now. Montrez Harrell being on the roster would be better right now. That doesn't mean shit. Like there, I can name probably twenty five big men that would help improve us right now. But we can't do anything about them. And KP would maybe potentially be among them. But for what? We got him out of the way to get his money out of the way. We will fix the big man situation in the offseason. After the trade was done, I literally said my goal was to get out of the first round. Trading this, doing the trick KP trade gives us a huge vulnerability in the post. So if we don't get out of the first round because of that issue, I will live with it because I needed him gone. We actually still got out of the first round. I'm happy with this season. If we lose to the team that dominated the league this year, I don't care if it's a sweep. This was a successful season in every single way. Every single way. Got rid of KP, got out of the first round. What more could I personally ask for coming into the season? I wanted both of those things to happen. They happened. Jason Kidd has proven he is a better coach than we than he has been in the past. I'm not going to say who than we expected. Then he has been in the past. He beat the, uh, the 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 allegations, if you will, of him being a trash coach. We'll see if that continues. But as for this season, he beat the allegations. Nico, first time GM, he has proven that he knows what the hell he's doing. Why do I don't have anything to be upset about about this season? No matter how the rest of these this series plays out, I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, I do feel the same way. I wasn't going to go on a rant about it, but I I, I do feel the same way. <laughs> That's all I got to say, man. I, I ain't got nothing else to say. I ain't got much to say. I'm I'm really saving a lot for the next for the next one we do. Uh, that's that's where I really want to because because I I don't want to I don't want to say some shit and then this releases on Friday. Nah, in my opinion, it'll release tonight. I mean, well, you know what I mean. Right. Like I so you. close, yeah, so close to the next game. Yeah. I, I would, I would like to save it. So uh, everything I have to say, you know, I, I'll save it. But I do agree. You know, this season is already a success in my opinion. And I, I and I was definitely very intentional about only saying things that I'm ready. I will stand on no matter what happens tomorrow. Um. NBA playoff action is non-stop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds and more and boom you have a shot at an even bigger payout right now all customers can place a game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code TBPN bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do that's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details quick notes before we close out Moon Knight 1 to 10 
I think I'm an eight too. I th- somebody asked me before I watched the finale how it was. I said a seven, but we'll see how this finale goes. I got some things I liked in the finale. I got um, some things I liked. I got some things I didn't like, but overall, like the show overall, eight. Right. Like once the story came all together, I can give it an eight. I was entertained. Um, I mo- the m- biggest thing I enjoyed about it was the performances. Oscar Isaac put his foot in it. Um, yeah, for sure. I-, I can't think of the girl's name that played. Uh, Layla, she put her foot in it. Sally, Kalame, Kalame. I'm gonna say she has a Kal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Kalamari. I was gonna say Kalamari, but I know that's wrong. It's Kalamawi or something like that. Kalamawi. Um, damn, I wish they had the phonetics on here. All right, I'm sorry, baby. I mean, uh, oh, I, I ain't mean to pronounce your name wrong like that. Um, that was an old man use of the word baby. Yeah, don't, don't no sexualization there. All right. Uh, but um, I, I listened. Did you listen to the Midnight Boys? Um, I was listening to them earlier at work. I got to the point where, um, did you get to the interview? She was interviewing the director, and I, okay. I had to stop. Listen to the whole interview. Um, I made the mistake of reading the trivia. The guy that plays the traitor that they met in the desert, um, where they were getting the thing from the sarcophagus or whatever, I didn't know that guy died. Yeah, uh, that that happened months. It happened in January. Yeah, months ago. Um, and I feel like it would have changed the way I paid attention to that scene. That's that's tough. Yeah. Um, I remember people getting mad about the Egyptian representation, not realizing that a lot of the cast was Egyptian. And uh, a lot of people gave credit to the fact that the way that they made Egypt look, they didn't make it all desert. Right. Um, it looks really good. Now that one little line that the girl said, I'm that not going to say was it. Phony. It was way too forced. Way too forced. What they said in the Midnight Boys, I don't know if you got to that. I got yeah, because that oh, was yeah, you before did. the interview. Yeah. The part that they, what they said was exactly how I felt. Like they they could they didn't have to go that far. Did not have to go that far. It was so on the nose it did not have to be yeah it was very heavy handed it was so unnecessary but her her suit was fire are you a Baton Rouge superhero yeah that's exactly what that would sound like (laughs) Like. but the suit was fire I gotta I gotta say that yeah it was cool it was cool it was cool um I I messed I messed with it um Ozark I'm gonna say it uh it let me down a little bit there were things I didn't think needed to happen. There were things I wanted to happen. Really that didn't excited happen. About that. The show itself has been epic, like on its way to being top five, but the ending, I don't, I need to, I need to hear what the director, writers, whatever have to say for themselves on why they chose that ending. Okay. I wasn't feeling it. Um, so I went to see Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Uh, I didn't think you wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk in depth about it. Um, I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay. It's a good movie, but I was disappointed highly. Um, I'm gonna go see it again. Interesting. Um, the the crowd that I had was was complete bullshit, like dry as fuck. Really? Um, yeah. Um, oh man. It, it's not the theater I usually go to. My cousin always wants to go to this theater when we go together because. I don't want to explain it, but I, I don't <laughs> fucking like the place. Um, but 
I'm going to go tomorrow to see it in IMAX. The theater is going to be packed. I already know because when I bought my seats, there was very few left. Um, Not a bad movie. It's good. It just... uh, Was it expectations or... It fell to us. And to be honest, usually I'd be like, oh, I put expectations on this. No, I don't feel like this is my fault. This is like... This is expectations and excitement that Marvel put on this movie. Like, (laughs) y'all did this. Like, and it's a lot of issues I have with it overall, just like stuff not even directly linked to the film, just the MCU as a whole recently. Okay. Which, you know, I'll get into at some point. But um, yeah, seven out of 10 for me. You know, uh, some people loved it. Some people gave it a 10 out of 10. I, I understand. Yeah, me? I saw somebody yes. said they went balls to the wall on my timeline. Those, I, I, your comment and that comment are the only two I've seen. I'm trying not to see no more. I will say this. Remember when we were talking and I said I was spoiled by something? Yes. Um, How do I say this? I don't think you should tell me anymore. No, I'm not telling you anymore. It. It's just okay. it's like I didn't even... So it did not affect your, did it affect your experience at all or no? No. Okay. No. Um, I'm seeing it Saturday. Me and my sister are going Saturday morning. Um, Got my tickets early. So I might have to swing on somebody to make sure I get my seats, but it is what it is. I'm getting my seat. I'm not about to be sitting there looking, waiting for somebody to take it. I know it's going to be fat in there. Uh, we're doing the 3D. I hate 3D. Uh, and the RPX. This theater. What is RPX? It's the basically like sound. They call it sound you can feel. Like the screen, the theater be vibrating and shit. Okay. Um, during intense like action that and stuff. Like sounds like Dolby Digital. I saw Interstellar in the RPX theater. Uh, it's the Regal Premium Experience. So, and the seats are leather, like it's, it's the whole theater nice. But I saw Interstellar in that, and I, I swear to you, I felt like I was blasted off into space when they when they took off. Like, I literally was gripping my seat, and like I could see the air particles moving in front of my face type of thing. Like, Yeah. I don't like feeling like I'm in a movie when I see a movie. That's not that's, why I go to the movie. Sound was the sound, it was just the sound, though. Like, the sound was crazy. Um, I love it. Personally. I will say this is the most unique MCU film. Okay. It's shot beautifully. And I hope moving forward, Marvel decides to let actors with, you know, their own unique style put their own unique style style on the film without because okay, I said this to someone on the timeline. I'm scared. I said this feels like a Sam Raimi film that happens to be an MCU film mm-hmm. and not an MCU film that happens to be directed by Sam Raimi. That sounds like a good thing to me. It, it is a good thing. Okay. Yeah, that's a positive from this. That's I'm saying I hope they do that more moving forward with directors. Yeah, I know that was intentional when they when they got Sam Raimi. Yeah. You you um, don't get Sam Raimi and yeah. No. Which one is Nia DaCosta doing? The Marvels? Yeah, the Marvels. I definitely hope they let her put her stamp on that one. Yeah. Kind of like they let Taika Waititi do it with right. Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok. Obviously, it looks like they're doing that with Love and Thunder. Okay. Um, Maybe that's the new wave. 
Maybe that's a new wave. I'm trying to think of other actors, but I mean, not actors, directors, Who, but who's directing Blade? I don't think I remember. No idea. I don't think they have anyone yet. They might not. Yeah, I don't think they have anyone yet. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised to see Moon Knight in Blade. By the way, um, I would be. I need that rated R uh, wing of Marvel for real. I will say this. This is the closest thing we have gotten to a rated R MCU film. Okay. Like it's it's damn near like there's Is that mind. just the action or the action language? All right. The action. Not the language. The okay. action. All right, I can I can mess with that. Uh, they yo, they yo. made promises. They made promises. I'm not gonna ask you if they lived up to them. I don't even know what the, what promises. If I told you, then you would have an answer. But I don't I'm not it. gonna answer regardless. All I right. just want to hear what the promises were. That's too tempted. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't even want to hear a moan or a. a, a, a I'm hmm. just gonna say okay. I'm just gonna reply with okay. All right. In that they, tone, like. they said they were trying to make it a horror movie. So that's that's what I'm expecting. We'll okay. see. I don't know how close they're gonna get to to, and I don't expect to see like all the way out there horror, but right. I expect some horror elements. I expect some intention, basically. So right. we'll see what they do. Um, okay. But you have anything else that you want to hit before we close this out? Um, I feel like I was about to say one more thing about this, but uh, I'm gonna let it go. Yeah, I'm going to let it go. Uh, I ain't going to talk too much about the movie, but yeah, um, it was good. wasn't bad. Just I was disappointed. That's all. Okay, we'll see. Uh, like I said, I'm going to see it Saturday, so I won't be able to talk about it after the game tomorrow. So maybe after game four. And uh, depending on how deep we get, pause. Uh, are you working Monday? Um, off Monday, but I'm probably going to end up working. Because I'm supposed to have off Tuesday and I work Tuesday, so I'm probably gonna switch those two days. Okay, we'll play um, it by ear. We I won't. just realized my fucking movie time for tomorrow night is nine thirty. You did not think that through. I did not. <laughs> um, I we play. That. I'm gonna miss Sunday's game. Yeah, you told me that. Uh, I got Mother's Day plans. I'm gonna try to be a good son and. Uh, the Mother's Day plans are exactly at the time the game starts, and I'm not going to be on my phone um, yeah. the whole time. So it is what it is. I'm I'm still going to see the fucking movie tomorrow. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I guess we'll uh, take turns not knowing shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, I don't know how we got a 50 minute pod out of this, but yeah, we did. what did I tell you? I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna make sure I, I put the ad in a good place. I'm gonna edit this up while I'm watching Atlanta. And um, unless you have anything else to say, then I'm I'm ready to close this out, man. Yeah, I'm ready to close it out, man. I'm that look. I'm gonna get some good rest. Hopefully, this game tomorrow that they can finally put it all together. I, I've seen some good things, but you know, it, if they can't execute, it doesn't matter. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I want to see Jason Kidd's adjustments. That's that's all I'm looking for. Whether they work or not, I want to see that he tries something different. We'll see. Not, I'm not saying go crazy, but I need some tweaks. I'll be um, disappointed if I see the white power start because at that point they're just being <laughs> stubborn. But we'll see. Yeah, 
there's nothing I've seen from Dwight Powell that tells me he needs to be starting. I agree. At, at all. Waste waste of a body completely. Um, but yeah, that's it, people. I ain't mean to close it out by being an asshole to Dwight Powell. But uh see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you.